Good morning and welcome to this reflection for Sunday the 18th of October. My name is Catherine Coslett and I'm the curate in the northwest hub of Church Wigan. Today is the festival of St Luke the Evangelist and it is to him that we shall turn for today's reflection. The Old Testament reading appointed for morning prayer today is Isaiah 55 and I shall be reading verses 1 to 5 from the New Revised Standard Version. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you that have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk, without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread? and your labour for that which does not satisfy. Listen carefully to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear, and come to me. Listen, so that you may live. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. See, I made him a witness to the people's a leader and commander for the peoples. See, you shall call nations that you do not know, and nations that do not know you shall run to you, because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Picking your favourite saint, like picking your favourite child, is a practice usually frowned upon in most polite circles. But if forced to choose, St Luke would certainly be up there for me. Believed by many to have been a Gentile, thanks to his Greek name meaning light, his association with other Gentiles in Colossians chapter 4 verses 12 to 14, and an early church father's identification of him as being from Antioch. From the outset of his gospel, Luke makes it clear that Jesus has come for all people, including those who would usually be sidelined. The poor, women, children, foreigners, people who are ill, people with disabilities, childless couples, widows, slaves and servants, tax collectors, sex workers, and ordinary working people. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind that Luke was a people person and therefore ideally suited to his profession of doctor. Likely to have been educated, Luke's command of the Greek language is noted as being impressive. But maybe Luke's choice of Greek as the medium for the transmission of his gospel was because it was the most readily understood language of the time. Despite so little being known of this prolific writer, historian and theologian, Luke's penning of both a gospel and acts makes him the biggest contributor to the New Testament canon of scripture. It is very unlikely that Luke knew Jesus in person. Perhaps he came to know him through the teachings of his friend and travelling companion, Paul. Indeed, it would appear that Luke's gospel gained much of its legitimacy through Luke's association with Paul. 
early church fathers infer that Luke wrote his gospel based on what he had heard Paul say, and the Acts of the Apostles based on what he had seen Paul do. Luke's gospel regularly draws upon the prophet Isaiah. An example close to my own heart is Jesus' Nazareth Manifesto in Luke chapter 4. Based on Isaiah 61, it was the mission statement of my sending church. Today's passage, also from Isaiah, is in a similar vein. There is no kind of person who the gospel cannot reach. No boundary it cannot cross. It is for everyone who thirsts. For anyone, whether they have money or not. It is universal in its scope. It is good news for all nations. But it is the best news for those on the margins. Let us pray. Almighty God, you called Luke the physician whose praise is in the gospel, to be an evangelist and physician of the soul. By the grace of the Spirit, and through the wholesome medicine of the gospel, give your church the same love and power to heal. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for listening.